0: There's Crispy, and then there's Crispy-er. Try our new and improved Tyson Crispy Chicken Strips. Crispy just got -er. (laughs) crispy-er. Hello, everyone. This is Bill Roden, and this is a Roden Fellows podcast. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill essentially giving college athletes in California the right to profit from their own likeness. This set off a wave of controversy across the nation, but largely forgotten in all the controversy was the man who instigated it. I'm talking about Ed O'Bannon the former UCLA All-America who sued the NCAA and won. We spoke to Ed O'Bannon last March when he was on a book tour promoting his new book, Court Justice. Here is that interview. Um, our guest on today's show is the great Ed O'Bannon. Uh, Ed O'Bannon was a, uh, a star uh, for the UCLA Bruins, the 1995 NCAA champions uh, UCLA Bruins. I was there <laughs> I was there um, uh, but he had a great college career uh, playing the NBA uh, just had a, a and just is in the process of having a, a great life anyway our guest is the great Ed O'Bannon and also CBS local sports reporter Jamal Murphy now welcome to the show man
1: thank you Bill thank you very much it's great to uh, be with you
0: yeah and, and he's also written a spectacular book it's called Court Justice, the inside story of my battle against the NCAA, which he won, by the way. Um, yeah, which which, you know, which not a t- lot. Of, that sounds tough. Yeah, not a lot of people do that. now. It, 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 I mean, the NCAA is basically, I wouldn't say they're undefeated, but it's something like you know they're not anymore. Yeah, sixty-two and two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, I like it. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome. Well, uh, welcome to the show. He wrote the book, by the way, uh, with a. Michael McCann, who, um, is with Sports Illustrated, uh, is legal Brilliant man. He's really done a lot of great, uh, great stuff. Well, you know, if he didn't choose me to do the book, he chose the right guy, the right (laughs) second guy to do the book. Uh, There you go.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, but let let me just take the students, man. Um, uh, first of all, what's your, why'd you write the argument? I mean, why'd you write the book? Let's let's get to your basic argument. We're we're in March Madness now. Everybody is kind of, you know, everybody gets high. During March Madness. Right. Right. They're doing, sure. right now everybody's scrambling to do the illegal, uh, <laughs> illegal pools and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but let's, before we get back into back when you were 22, 23, uh, now you're 45, uh, why did you decide to A, take on the NCA, but what's your basic argument? Let, let's, let's get to that. Let's, let's get to your basic argument first.
1: Okay. Uh, well, my basic argument, uh, first and foremost, uh, is for, uh, former players, uh, and current players to own their likeness. Uh, if there's no, uh, if there's no money coming from, uh, the athletic departments, uh, or the schools, I feel like, uh, athletes should at least own their likeness. That way they can benefit from that, if nothing else. Um, So initially, we started with former players and then it branched into current players, current athletes, and now we also want current athletes to get paid uh, Mm. while in school. That is more or less the icing on the cake, but first and foremost, to own your life. Uh,
0: Could you just, um, uh, let's just define it, because a lot of people, man, who are listening to this, who are very casual fans... Basically, most I find—I don't know if you find—most fans, man, we talk about these great issues in NCAA and that kind. of, Most fans just say, "Yeah, okay, that's all what but can bubble play?" Right. B- bottom line, <laughs> can, can our guy play? Right. You know. But so right. when you talk about image and likeness, can, can we just drill down on it a little bit? What's What's the issue there about image, and uh, image and likeness?
1: Well, for me, it's it's actually it's quite simple. Uh, And and let's start with high school players. High school basketball players in particular have great followings on social media. Mm. And you look at any one five-star basketball player, uh, they'll have over 10,000 people following them on on any given social media outlet. And with that comes uh, the possibility of actually earning some money. Mm any kind of shoe company or any kind of business, uh if they see some potential in uh a basketball player's personality, they might be able to use that if they're you know, only have a certain look, they can use that for clothes, uh, up on a billboard or a commercial. And if those rules prevent even high school players, basketball players of doing that, uh that is against their civil rights. Uh, you're born with your likeness. You own it by law. And for the NC2A to take that away, whether you're on scholarship or not, is against the rules. And so, uh, or against the law. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like who is the NC2A to be able to do that? Um, that is my feeling. And so uh, that's really kind of where it starts for me.
2: Now, do they have those kind of strict rules for all athletes, or is it just the football and basketball players?
1: It's for all athletes, uh, and that's one of those things, like, if you look at the swimmers, uh, there's a girl, you know, really was popular coming out of high school. She's on a swim scholarship to a school. Uh, she also participated in in the Olympics, uh, and she got a chance to have her sponsorship in, in the Olympics. I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't know, but it, I don't know if she was on scholarship or not. But those rules are, are, are totally okay. In baseball, same thing. Baseball, you can get drafted, uh, out of high school, have representation, get drafted, not like your draft status, uh, and then come back to school, uh, and, and get your education. Same way with hockey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what we would like, uh, and what we've been fighting for is, Equal all the way across the board. If baseball and hockey can do it, uh, why not basketball and football? Basketball players should be able to come out of high school, have representation, get drafted. And if you don't like your draft status, come back uh, and get your education. Uh, I mean, that's that's what they say, uh, education first, right? I mean, why penalize a player for chasing a dream? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't like where your dream is going at that particular time, come back, get your education, and give it a shot next year or the following year. Right.
0: You know, we just, uh, we're heading into March, Matt. I'm just curious, man. What goes to your mind? What are your thoughts every year at this time? Because, and again, you're one of the rare players who actually won the championship. I mean, you know, a lot of guys talk about it, but you actually did it. in 1995. <laughs> and nobody could ever take that away. Uh, what goes to your mind? You know, every year this time, I mean, let's let's talk about from 1996. You know, then you're in the NBA to now. How has your feeling toward March Madness changed from, let's say, 1996, seven, eight to now? We are going through the the fight with the NCA and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, how has it changed? How has it evolved?
1: It's uh, it's evolved, and now I, I I've grown up. I look at the game in, in and through a completely different lens. Hmm. Back then it was goal of mine to a play on that stage uh, with my brother uh, hmm. and then B to actually win it with my brother and then for my school and my city. And that was all that I, that, that mattered to me. Uh, now I look at it as a business. I, I look, at, I see commercials differently. I see the sponsorships that are, you know, the signage throughout the arenas.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: And and, and I know why it's there. uh, And I know where the money is going. Um, With all that being said, I absolutely love the (laughs) game. Basketball Basketball is basketball. I I get the kids. I know what they're thinking because I was once that, you know, that kid out there playing in front of millions of people and accomplishing my goals and, and living out my dreams. So I get that, and I I enjoy it because I can also look at the game and watch the game through a competitive former player through that lens. So I've never lost that. I've always loved the game. If
0: you knew in 1995 what you know now, how would you approach things differently? Would you have the courage? (laughs) Would you have the nerve to approach it? But but let's just say for sake of argument, how would you, if you knew then what you knew now, how would you approach things?
1: I would, uh, I'd be a lot more uh, vocal on the subject. Mm. Uh, I I wouldn't necessarily look to uh, rally the troops and boycott or take some type of, you know, those kind of actions. Mm. But I, I would definitely test the water. I would throw it out there uh, in a way that we used to communicate back then. Now it's through social media and it's, uh, the players are easy, easily accessible. And, um, back then, uh, you had to pick up the phone uh, and something. actually call someone. I, I would be down to do that. Now,
0: let's talk about the boycott for a minute. I was at the Big uh, 12 tournament and also you know, I've spoken to other guys. You know, to the, and Everybody brings up Kaepernick. Well, let's talk about the boycott. And it's one thing for us to sit up here and talk about it, you know. But it's another mm-hmm. thing to again have that nerve and courage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to, you know, you're 19, 20. You got Herrick. You got some of the most intimidating, powerful people in the industry who could basically ruin your career. You ruin your life. Uh What do you think of a boycott? Clearly, it would work. Clearly, we we'll get everybody's attention. Clearly, it'll be effective but who wants to be the sacrificial
2: lamb? What What do you think about mm-hmm. that? And, and Missouri, yeah. Missouri is an example in college right. football. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And uh, that football team got things done. Uh, there were a number of people, from what I understand, I didn't follow it too closely, but from what I understand, not everyone was on board or wanted to participate, but I guess enough football players participated in a boy, possible boycott of the football game that weekend. And they got it done. That's a, that's a tall order for a early, you know, a 19 year old or a 20 year old to, to carry. I strongly believe a boycott would completely change everything, uh, because there's absolutely, there's so much money that is being made in these games. Just a threat of a boycott would change, uh, would change the game, but, uh, the, the, the person or the team that does it, uh, they would they would carry that for life um, because a lot of people uh, would not understand it uh, would not understand the boycott and even if they understood it uh, why why you why our team why this game you know what I'm saying and and they would just give them grief um, so that would be hard to do but if again it, it, there's strength in numbers you know if, if one person does it that'd be that'd be almost too much to bear. Uh, especially a, a kid that young or an adult that young. But if a team or two teams or even the whole final four, you know, all four teams did it, you know, that would carry a whole lot more weight.
0: Our guest is uh the great Ed O'Bannon, former star at UCLA. He's written a fantastic book, Court Justice, the inside story of my battle against the NCAA and also CBS local sports reporter Jamal Murphy.
2: What about uh in terms of let's say if you were advising a young kid going through the process even in high school, let's say, and I'm not I'm not talking about, you know, advising someone to boycott, but just advising a kid you know, how to navigate the system. Would you do it? Would you advise a kid to go to college or, you know, to even go to college or, or forgo it and go pro because college could be, you know, would, would be exploiting him, you know, or, you know, would you advise a, a player to speak out? How would you, how would you handle that type of, uh, situation in terms of advising a kid?
1: The kid has got to, they, they're not going to make this decision. They shouldn't make this decision alone. Uh, and and everyone involved uh, in in making this decision, uh, whether to go pro or go to college, uh, they should educate themselves on on that subject. Possibly get some res- re- uh, some representation by I don't know if an agent or a, a lawyer or a friend, someone who absolutely knows what they're talking about uh, and is schooled on this.
0: Which you can't do, um, right? You but, can't do that either, right? Yeah, if you, if you you can't,
1: yeah, and I'm speaking if, if, uh, if, if you could, if you could get some representation. If you, if you can't, I mean, it's, look, if, I would say go, go to college. If, if, um, you know, uh, if you're on the fence, if you're, you know, if you're guaranteed top five coming out of high school, uh, and if you're a top five, you would know it. You know what I'm saying? Those, that group, top three, uh, coming out of high school, they would know if they could go pro. I think if you if you don't know, you should probably go to college and at least get one year in and, and enjoy it. Take it for what it is. Um, if, if it's a stepping stone, and in some cases it is, I know it was for me. Uh, coming out of high school, uh, I was going to use college, you know, two years because that was kind of what everyone did at that time, go to school for two years and then come out. Um, that was my plan so not everyone goes to college uh, and the, and not everyone who is in college wants to actually be there but sometimes that's just that's the road that you have to take so if you're there why not why not enjoy it
0: have you spoken to like the Mike I me mean, some of the 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 pillars of the coaching industry because this kind of attacks, not not attacks them personally, but they're on the other side of this. What what kind of conversations have you had with with those guys, like the, the Roy Williams, the Jim Herricks, if he's still is he out of hiding yet? The uh you know <laughs> you know. But but what conversations have you had from sort of the uh, the pillars of the industry who who may uh, object to this, in, in maybe in principle, or, or have you? I don't know. Yeah. What what have the conversations been like?
1: Uh, you know, they've, they've all been really supportive. I've got coaches who I knew before they were coaches and before I, you know, guys that I've known for a long time, they get into the conversation. Hey man, you know, I love what you're doing. You know, screw the system. You know, I'm, you're the right person for it. You're doing great. I get that from cats that I actually know. Right. right. Uh, and then coaches that are, you know, the the pillars of the game. Uh, Coach K's, Roy Williams, those guys. Uh, I talked to Roy Williams one time. He came and watched one of our, one of our kids, uh, because I was coaching at Family Prep. He came and he was recruiting one of our kids, and I talked to him in the office once, and he told me he was proud of me and and remembers recruiting me when I was in high school, and, you know, he's proud of the man that i become, that sort of thing. So I I, I get those from the the coaches.
0: But you paid a price, though. I mean, you would think that you'd be sort of knee deep in industry now, whether you wanted to be a, 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 a coach by now, head coach by now, sister coach, or whatever. Have you paid a price for, for all this, uh, um, uh, just in terms of maybe things a little harder for you to get in the industry?
1: Uh, yes, I, I think so. Coaching possibilities that were once there, it, you know, basically blew away. Um, now they weren't positions that, you know, they said, Hey, I have a spot for you. It was more of uh, you know, if you go back to school, you get your paper, um, come talk to me, you know, uh that sort of thing. And once that happened, once I fulfilled my finally graduating, then it was like, ah, you know what, sorry, can't you know, we can't do anything. Um, so but I had one time I had uh I was up for um color commentating possibility. This one was to go for trials and interview and that sort of thing. Well, before I even got on the plane to go, they called me and said, you know what, you're, you know, you're on this, uh, you got this lawsuit going. Uh, we don't have anything to do with you. Yeah. you know, thanks for nothing. I mean, that was really what they said. Yeah. So, yes, uh, there were there were repercussions to uh, taking on this lawsuit. But let me say also say this, it was to be expected. I, I did. Uh, understand that going into
0: this. Mm-hmm. What was your first year of that? Because I remember filing the lawsuit. What I, I think the story goes that you were watching an EA game or something or somebody told you that they saw you, <laughs> they saw your image and they're <laughs> playing an EA game and they saw you and I guess you were like, I guess before that you hadn't really thought about it. And then, yeah. it, it, it just t- take us through that story because you talk about it in the book and you've, you've, I, I've seen you know, story, but just talk about
1: how that sort of, how they evolved. Yeah. Yeah. One day, uh, it was really just a regular day. It was coming back. A friend of mine and I were coming back from a golf tournament, uh, and we stopped, we were in a neighborhood and stopped at another friend's house, a mutual friend. Uh, we got there he had told us that his kid the night before had been playing with our 95 championship team on, on a video <laughs> game on EA Sports. Right. So he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, let's check it out." So he puts it in, and there I am, and it was, it was cool actually. I <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It was, you know, everything about it I thought was, I mean, how often are you on a video game? Right.
2: You know? Yeah, I've um, never had. So, I've never been on one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was flattered, you know. And then a uh, little 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 while later, he t- you know kind of shrugged me with his with his elbow and was like. We paid 60 bucks for this, and you got nothing. <laughs> you know, and and he laughed about it. And, and that was the reaction. The same one you guys had. Right. We had the same reaction. And, but then I kind of sat back on the couch and was like, man, that is crazy. Here I am, you know, in my mid 30s, and they're still making money off of me, mm. you know. Um, but there was nothing at that time, there was nothing I could do about it. So you just forget about it. And then um, not even a month later, Sonny Vaquero. A friend of mine, great friend of mine, mm-hmm. and mentor, called me and was like, "Hey, Ed, you know, this is what I got going. We're trying to start this lawsuit against the NC2A. You know, we think that the players should get paid, and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh wow!" You know, ironically, I saw my, you know, my avatar on this video game about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, and then so we talked about that. Uh, he thought I'd be perfect for it uh, to be the lead plaintiff. Um, I, my wife and I, we, you know. Molded over for a few nights, weighed the pros and cons. You know, if I did it, you know, we've got kids; they're going to be recruited. Will it affect them? Mm. You know, will I want to have a coaching job? Will that? Uh, will it affect that? Right. Uh, you know, there are a number of things. But we came back and was like, you know what? Uh, let's do it. You know, uh, this is an opportunity uh, to actually say something. That for me, kind of like that
0: sounds so much like Kirk Flood. I don't know if in, in doing your homework you went back to Kurt Flood but when he decided to take on uh, Major League Baseball and the um, uh, and the free agency it, the, his aide Marvin Miller told him the same thing now you know you're ruining your career you're not going to get in the Hall of Fame you're not going to have a long coach you, you know you know this Right. and he went right. to it and that's exactly what
2: happened and, and it's also Kaepernick, yeah. mean, same, oh, Kaepernick you know, same, yeah. same thing you know everybody's talking about uh, the Kaepernick and the NFL it's the exact same thing I'm Kaepernick had to know what he was doing in order, you know, the repercussions, yeah. and those repercussions came.
0: You mentioned your kids. Uh, have, have they been affected? You know what I mean? Or how how have they been affected, if at all?
1: Um, They've talked to me about how they see, um, you know, people talk bad about me on social media because that's their lives. Um, they obviously don't like that. Um, they were both coming up through the ranks, you know, in middle school and high school during this lawsuit. Um, I, I don't know that they were recruited as much as they could have been. Mm. Um, I know my daughter got a basketball scholarship uh, to UVU, mm. uh, and then that was taken away uh, after one year. Really? Um, and, and people also think that scholarships are four years. They're only one. Right, right. Uh, and and a coach can, if they don't like you, they can send you home or not renew that contract. Right. Um, so, I mean, if, if you find me somebody that can get an education in one year. Um, but, you know, so I, I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, I, my kid, uh, he also got uh, only a couple of scholarship offers in baseball. Uh, he took one with, uh, Pacific, but he ended up coming back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going goes, goes to JP here, uh, in town. So, um, I, I, don't know that they were affected, uh, as far as recruiting, but, um, you know, their friends talk about it all the time, um, with video games, of course. <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, it, they're affected in that sense, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, look, for their sake, I'm glad it's over.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, so that's for sure. Right. I mean, you know, going back to the case, like you, as you mentioned, you're the lead plaintiff in O'Bannon versus the NCAA, an antitrust class action lawsuit filed against the NCAA on behalf of Division One football and basketball players over the use of athletes' images for commercial purposes. And then in 2014, a judge ruled in your favor. And I'm assuming there were a bunch of appeals after that. Where where did the case actually end, or and, and how so? Uh,
1: it ended at the footsteps of the Supreme Court. Um, you're right. We won uh, in uh, federal court, uh, and then it was appealed. We went to the Ninth Circuit uh, as well, uh, and then it eventually went to Supreme Court, and they didn't want to see it, so... Uh, that's where it died. But uh yes, we eventually at least got to the footsteps of Supreme Court. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. And what was what was the remedy in the end?
1: Well, uh not a whole lot. We we got uh, uh up to five thousand dollars stipend for the athletes. Who, who got who, the
2: stipend? Who got the stipend?
1: Oh so the the athletes, all all athletes.
2: Oh, all all division one, all, all, style, and all players.
1: Yes, okay. all scholarship athletes. Okay. Yeah, I've had I've had someone on a on a softball team. A friend of mine, his daughter plays on a softball team in college D one. She's gotten a check for wow. like five grand or something like that, or a thousand dollars, I should say. Sure. Um I've had a swimmer, uh, a okay. friend of a you know my another friend, his his daughter is on a swim team. She's gotten a check. I've had a basketball player have a, get a check. So. Wow. Some coaches, yeah. Some some are some are getting it, uh, and when they do, they reach out. Hey, man, we got you know we got the check. Thanks, I mean, man. I, I you got know, know chance, we couldn't have huh? got it without you. That sort of thing. It's pretty cool.
2: Is it is it ongoing? So an athlete that comes comes in now, or is this, it just it just it just covers a certain, I guess, a time frame. Is that correct? Or?
1: You know what? I, I think it's I think it's just a time frame. Right. Uh, that I'm not I'm not uh, completely sure on. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's the time frame.
0: Uh, I think I got a check, too. Thanks, (laughs) (laughs) Ed. I "I wonder where this check came from. They
2: they showed you in the stands. Right,
0: right. There you go. Here's one thing. Now, you're talking to two graduates of HBCUs. I went to Morgan State, uh, Jamal Murphy with uh, A&T. And I guess here's my Uh kind of take on this. You know, and and I tell these brothers, man, we talk about revolution boycotting. I think a more powerful boycott would have been if the Ed O'Bannon of the world, knowing what you know now, had you gone to Alcourt or Howard or Morgan and taken that, that told this thing to Chris Webber. I said, you know, you guys, mm-hmm. man, what you did was a revolt. If you wanted to do a revolution, if you five would have gone to Howard and Alc- taken them brothers to the Final Four, now you're talking about a revolution. Because now oh, sure. people are, oh, my God. But, again, I think, and, and I guess I always, again, I can't blame guys, because you, know, you go on, on the UCLA campus versus all corn, but I'm wondering if you ever even considered that, or what you do think. To me, that is as much of a game changer than boycott. In fact, some some coaches might say we'd rather you do that than take all this talent to black schools, because then that's the real deal changer. But tell me what you think about about that, and why um, that horse is basically left the stable.
1: Wow, that that would be unbelievable to take, you know, say Howard to the Final Four. And do it then. Uh, my goodness, then the sky might actually fall. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> right. I, 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 you know, coming uh, coming out of high school, um, you never. I, I know I never even thought about or considered going uh, to uh, Howard because I, I only saw UCLA and then at the time UNLV on TV, right? right. You know, and coming up especially at that particular time, everybody wasn't on television. Right. Um, and when you were on TV, even on those, for the West Coast, half the country didn't see you play. So um, it was all about getting exposure, mm. and that was just one of those things where you never even, never thought about... The, the school that you picked most of the time would be the school that was on TV the most. Right, uh, But man, um, that would... Uh, yeah, that would that would cause some, some ripples for sure. If a, if a team from Howard were <laughs> were
2: to uh, yeah, they're always like the seed. Sure. I mean, yeah, you could run through the MEAC, uh get a good seed. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's possible. It could be done. I'm actually yeah, no, absolutely for sure.
0: Our guest is the great Ed O'Bannon, former star at UCLA. He's written a fantastic book, Court Justice: The Inside Story of My Battle Against the NCAA. Just sort of summing is why did you decide to write write the book? Uh, because it is a it's almost practically a manual. Uh, but why did you write the book, and what would you who would you like to read it, and what do you hope people get out of it?
1: Uh, you know, I had a lot of people, a few people who I respect um, wanted wanted me to tell my story because they 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 followed this lawsuit from start to finish, and they always got the idea that people just didn't know who I really was and what my motives were, uh, and that sort of thing. So they were like, look, man, you need to write this. Uh, otherwise people will have, uh, this certain, you know, um, uh, they won't be able to really formulate a, an, a, an opinion on this, that you're, you're just a face that you're not an actual person. I, they wanted me to bring, this lawsuit and, and give it some type of life, you know, give it a pulse. let you know, let everyone know that there's actually people involved in this and it's not just I'm not some mad, angry former player that wanted to take the video game away. You yeah. know, that wasn't my <laughs> you
2: know, that
1: wasn't my that wasn't my my uh Deal. That wasn't my goal. Um, that happened, unfortunately. But, that, that, that's what. I mean,
0: uh, that's what happened, right? In other words, as a result of suit, the NCA voluntarily, right, stopped using the images. Is that what I, I, I think I may have got the yeah. last game. <laughs> I got the <laughs> one with. Uh, I remember people
2: running out to get yeah, their last game. The
0: guy with a, who's the Oklahoma guy or who plays at Detroit now, the Pistons now, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. I think that may have been the last, <laughs> the last game.
1: Right? <laughs> I think so. But you know, I think so. But you it's, know, and yes, yeah, to answer your question real quick, uh, directly was uh, EA Sports decided not to do that. Right. It, it, it wasn't something that we wanted them to do. They they did it and let us know, hey, we we took the game off the shows because we can't pay it. we can't pay the players.
2: Right, which, so, which which sounds disingenuous to me that they couldn't pay. EA Sports makes a lot of money off the game, but but you know the book uh, having you on it's all perfect timing as, as you know. Um, with what's, you know, going on again in college basketball now to, to an even larger extent with the FBI and the government involved. Um, you know, what, what's your take right now on, you know, can, can the game be fixed? Uh, is that possible? Does it just come down to paying kids for their likeness, or the schools paying paying the kids? Will that fix the problem? Oh, let's not let use fix. Uh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Will that will that cure Solved. cure the problem? Will right. that cure the problem? Um, you know, or or is the system totally broken and kids just need to go to G League or the NBA? Yeah, I, I think it'll.
1: I think it'll definitely help. I think if the kids uh, own their likeness and 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 got paid, I think it would help. I think um, if if kids had some again some representation, um, and you know their agent or their reps would point them in the right direction, and and they could get sponsorships, I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, the dirty laundry that we see, I think would disappear. Mm-hmm. Not everyone. Um, would abide by the rules. There are just some born cheaters, you right, know, right. I mean, in the, I mean, the sure. game. Right. You right. know, no matter what. Right. That's, but that's, I, I think a lot of it will go away. I think, um, because I think everyone wants to do the right thing. But when you uh, look, athletes, they see it. They, they, they turn on the TV and they see that the NC2A announces that they're going to make, you know, a billion dollars when this is all said and done. Right. And they get none of it. They see that you know uh it's not like they're being greedy or or unappreciative but it's like look man <laughs> my coach is getting 8 million dollars this year you know and our assistant coaches are getting 250 grand each of them and we're not getting anything right. you know what's wrong with this well, what is i mean pay-
0: what what does payment look like uh, uh what what does payment look like i mean that's always sort of the the sticky point what does payment look like to you i mean if you're the czar...
1: I, you know i just Something that they can call their own, something, some acknowledgement, the fact that I, you know, I, I can't even take my girlfriend to the movie, dinner and a movie after after this big game and big win in front of eighteen thousand people. I don't have any money to take her to get some pizza. You know, I think there's something fundamentally wrong with that. It's like a stipend, um, but you, but you, so, get, but
0: they get a check now, right? I mean, they get.
1: They get Yeah, but not they something? Yeah. Uh and you know, if, if uh if you're off campus, where does where does that go? Uh, Probably the rent right, or
2: right.
1: uh groceries, you right. know, um the month four weeks. So uh after <laughs> right. you know, renting groceries and gas, uh and your insurance on your car, where, you know, where are you?
2: Right. Um, right you're right. So, so like a meaning, a meaningful uh, you know, amount or something, something that, yeah, uh, I, comes I, to I the, guess
1: I, I don't have a, a dollar amount for right. you, but I, you know, I'm not saying half a million dollars, right? You know, um, but I am saying something, uh, significantly more than what they're getting so they can take right. care of those, those things, now, you th- know, I'm, I'm not asking for enough to go buy a bins, but. Maybe pay the insurance on your, uh, on your, on your, your vet.
2: And, and, and the yes. like, the likeness part of it, you know, owning your own likeness. That would help. That, that seems, you know, I mean, pretty easy to, to, to understand and That's figure it. out. Why do you think that, that they took that away in the first place? Is it just pure greed?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a power trip. I think mm. the fact that, um, they have complete control over everything, all money that comes in, no matter for who and from where. That's what it's all about. Uh mm-hmm. and the minute they give that up, um, you know, uh a five star recruit can go out and sign autographs at the mall for a thousand bucks. Right. You know, and won't and won't need the N C two A, evidently. Right. You know, maybe that's what they're thinking is. I I, I don't know, but I, I strongly believe that it's a power Right. Team. And co- right. and coaches right.
2: coaches are allowed to, you know, they shop they can they can go right. coach at the big in the bigger market, right? right? So yeah, maybe a kid yeah. will go to a bigger market because there'll be more opportunities, but so right. I think that's part of the power exactly. too. They don't yeah. want the kid they want it to be all about the the so, institutions, right. you know, dictating where the kids go, and they don't want one institution to have an edge over the other. Right. You know? Like when, And the kids don't matter. Right. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. I mean, you could even look at it from a, an institutional standpoint. UCLA is in the heart of Hollywood. Right. And so, does that mean that I'll get more sponsorships, you know, and commercial opportunities because I'm at UCLA than I would if I'm at, you know, in Kansas. Boise, Idaho? Probably. Right. Uh, probably. Yeah. So, you know, right. but, but that's just the way spots. it is.
0: Right, right. Everybody can't go to UCLA. And that's so. Everybody can't go to UCLA. Two of the top
2: point exactly. guards aren't going to both go to UCLA. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Right. That's
1: just that's just how it is. Oh well, you know, if you if you get five thousand dollars for signing your autograph. And that's just what it is. Exactly. You just, you know, work on your jumper. Maybe you'll get <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. That's the, the
2: American way right there. Exactly. exactly. Absolutely. And the coaches get it. The <laughs> yeah. coach the coaches get that kind of money all the time. How much do you think Even they get? Yep. More than five thousand. More than five, <laughs> in other words, they, yeah. they
0: feel insulted. <laughs> if they got five yeah, thousand oh, dollars.
1: them get cars, you know. I mean, it's it, that's just that's the name of the game, it's part of the
2: game. Yeah. Well, Ed, Ed before we let you go, um you know, you did you did mention you're still a fan. Um That's which right. you know, despite all this stuff, you still are a fan. I'm i I'm still a huge fan and, and I'm I feel conflicted also at times. times. But uh, you know, the, the it's March Madness time. <laughs> who who you got? That's right. That's
0: right. All this is well and good, but let's talk basketball.
2: <laughs> I got I got uh
1: Villanova winning the whole thing. Okay. i uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like them. I, I'm I'm a fan of theirs. I, I've watched Villanova and Virginia play. I've seen Duke. I'm actually a fan of theirs, but I think Villanova is going to win the whole thing.
0: <laughs> Who's going to be the other three teams? Do you think in the Final Four?
1: Uh, you know what? I, I, I don't know. Um, I got. Uh, I haven't looked at the bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Virginia has a chance. Like I said, I don't know if they match up with Duke. I think they have a shot. Arizona. I I'd love watching play Aiden. DeAndre Aiden is tremendous basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Arizona, Villanova, Virginia, uh, and I'll say Duke. Okay. I don't know if they play against each other or you know if their brackets match up. I haven't even looked but at they it yet, and so.
2: No, the Virginia, Arizona are in the same one, but that's the only one. Yeah, but that's, that's, okay. that's, that's gonna be, that'll be a tough matchup right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we just wanted to let people know your resume. Uh, you were a ninth pick at the, 95 uh, NBA draft. You were selected by the Nets. What, what punishment was that? Uh, you were selected by the Nets. You spent two seasons in the NBA. Uh, but you played for almost eight years primarily in Europe. So you had a good career. You had a nice pro, you know, pro basketball career. Now, at, at the end of the day, when you look back, Did you get as much out of the system as the system got out of you? And now let's talk about the college system.
1: I, I, I I guess I could have got more. Um, and if I knew then what I know now, I probably would have. Um, but with that being said, um, I I played with the cards that I was dealt and, um, you know, aside from getting my degree, um, from UCLA, uh, the prestigious UCLA, uh, winning a national championship there, playing with my brother in, into the league, playing against the best players, uh, you know, in, in the world on a nightly basis, uh, and, um, and, and got, you know, rewarded, uh, very you know, handsomely, handsomely. Um, I, I believe I got all that I could have gotten out of the game. So, uh, I'm happy.
0: Hey, well listen man, and thank you so much man. Uh you've been a great guest. I know you've been doing a lot of these. So thanks for you know cutting out some time for us, but uh you know really much appreciate it. Best of luck and uh hope that future generations benefit.
2: Right. And and this this book right. should be a, a must read for for future generations and future especially future athletes uh coming up.
0: <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks. Thanks so much, Ed. You take care of yourself.
1: All right, Bill. Thank okay. you, Jamal. Right, thanks Appreciate a lot.
0: you guys. Okay. Thanks for listening to HBCU four sixty eight, the Roden Fellows podcast. This show is produced by Aaron Matthewson Join us next week for another HBCU podcast. And don't forget to make the Undefeated your go to site for a soulful look at sports and entertainment. Have a great week, everybody.